Mentioned Seableasy. I'm the one who knows. You know what I know today that I didn't know before? Mm, mm, mm. Wow, that's good. How to throw a little, a little squash in the, in the oven. 350 degrees. You gotta, you gotta cut it in half first. What is this called? It's uh, not acorn squash not butter oh butternut yeah it's butternut squash um so you cut it in half preheat the oven 350 cut it right down the middle and then you put it in some sort of thing that you can bake but it has to have a little lip on it so you could pour some water in so you put it face down and you pour a little water in i did it actually crazy enough in, in a bread pan i had two bread pans and it's the perfect size for this one so i cut it in half put it face down and poured some water in. put a little coconut oil down first just to make sure it wouldn't stick and uh threw it in there for an hour and a half and it is crazy good but uh, i'm a professional so i put a little salt on i put a little maple syrup on and uh i'm eating it with some mango salsa that i made for a party last week Shout out to Jennifer Wharton and John Fedshock. Thank you for inviting me to your party. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. All right. So, name dropping trombonists already. Um, so, forgive me, but I'm going to eat. Um, this is really freaking good. Um, what's in the mango salsa? Well, thank you for asking. First of all, it was very nice of you. You got... Red pepper, purple onion, mango, uh, jalapeno, and uh, I lost count of what all the things are. Lemon, lime, salt, pepper, you know, good stuff. It's kind of it. Cilantro. It's awesome. It's my favorite recipe to bring to a party. So there you have it. All right. So uh, what are we going to talk about today? What are we going to talk about? Uh, why don't you guys do me a favor? If there's something you want me to talk about, um, tweet at me. No reason to reinvent the wheel on this one. We tried doing a subreddit back in the day. Um, just tweet me at, uh, classic, classical bone. I should know my own handle, huh? At classical bone. And, uh, you know. Hashtag Seableasy Knows and, and tell me what you want me to talk about And I'll do it Because there's not that many of us We're all just hanging out There are not that many of us In the grand scheme of things Remember, I'm being a jerk There's plenty of us here uh, For this to be worthwhile uh, We already had like 500 people Listen to the last episode it Hasn't even been a week That's awesome You guys are great So you came back in force So hello Thanks for being here. Um, we can talk about something deep, or we can talk about something shallow. Screw it. Let's go deep. So, um, 
been doing some soul searching the past few years because uh you know you set out in life and you're like okay i'm going to well you don't say anything first you're just and then your parents are like uh if they're if they're what our society sees as good parents um they'll be like you need to you know be smart so go to school and learn things uh if they're uh you know freer thinkers they might be like school's cool but follow your dreams right and we see that in different lights in different stages of life uh maybe that's good maybe that's bad but certainly different style of parenting um and then there's the you know uh broken household uh kind of parenting which is like i'm just trying to put food on the table bud you got to do it on your own and that's kind of you know there's there's stages of all three of those but that's kind of how it goes right so uh my parents were um hardworking people who um kind of grew up in different degrees of not great uh financial statuses and decided that that was what was really important for them and so uh yeah we all have this kind of birth to ideals in the beginning of life through school uh but Regardless, public school, private school, whatever you're doing, the school system is pretty much telling you, you got to work hard, you got to get a job, you got to make a bunch of money. And all through elementary school and middle school and high school, it's basically like you better study because then you're going to have to go to college and then it's going to decide the rest of your life. So all of these things are gearing you up for college, which you have to do. That's just what you have to do. At least that's what that's what my experience was. It was like, that's, that's it. That's the only option if you want to be a person in this world. So not making that decision for myself, right? Everybody else is making that decision for us. Saying like, you have to go to college. And I was already starting to kind of break that mold a little bit, especially in high school, because I was like, maybe I'll just like go study with a great trombone player for a few years and spend the crazy amount of money that I would spend in college on just getting lessons. Like I could get a lesson literally every day for that amount of money and spend the rest of my time working on the stuff. Isn't that what I'm trying to do? But I went pretty much the traditional route. I went to SUNY Purchase Conservatory Music for classical music and, uh, you know, all that stuff. And there, and this is my experience again, uh, but I, I would imagine it's many people's experience, which is like, okay, here's another step. But you got to be looking towards the future. And in other fields, it's even further from uh, what, you know, will actually make you happy, which is like, you know, you got to get a good job entry level. And you got to start working your way up the ladder until you have the what? You know, like we we never actually define success. And this is like stupid TED talk style now. I promise it's not. But like, don't you got to redefine what makes what is successful um, in the music world. We say the the piece that gets the most money is the most successful, right? Like we look at the Billboard Hot 100 charts. That's just what piece is making the most money right now. It's not necessarily worth that much. It's not necessarily that successful, but it's certainly making that much money. And so we just say that's an easy metric. And so if everybody's buying it, it must be good. Uh, no, right? And so in our lives, we we value ourselves in kind of the same way. And it's like, uh, look at these people that have a ton of money. They must be successful 
and it must be good. Not necessarily. The only thing that means is they have a bunch of money. So uh, redefine success. And that's what I've been doing over the past few years uh, because, right, I get to college and they're like, you got to, you know, you got to get into a major orchestra if you want to be successful. I'm like, well, I don't really want to do that. So I go to the jazz side and they're like, well, you got to be a famous soloist if you want to be successful. Or, you know, you got to get into a big jazz orchestra or just kind of get out there, move to New York City and just hash it every single day. Try to get into a Broadway pit orchestra if you want to make it. All these different versions of success that I didn't really like fit into. Maybe the Broadway musician one appealed to me, but, uh, you know, I started doing something else. And uh, not only did I start doing something else, the something else was really kind of working, but there was no uh, template for anybody else to tell me it was successful or not, right? There's a template for a YouTuber, and so in that metric, I'm not successful. Uh, there are plenty of YouTubers with millions of subscribers that do it full-time, and they're very comfortable, and they can fund their new projects without breaking the bank. You know, I'm out here basically making a bunch of money and then spending it on my next project. So I'm not successful in that way. It's not really like a big uh, business where I can hire a ton of people and have these whole video shoots. It's still pretty much what it was at the beginning, just me kind of deciding I want to do something cool. And then trying to make it happen for my December tour last year, eight city tour, self-funded, self-promoted, you know, literally everything, getting the venues, hiring the people to play with me, doing rehearsal schedules, doing flights and hotels, all of that. I did it all completely uh, by myself with a couple exceptions and a few uh, people on the ground helping me, you know, friends I've made over the years. Uh, so that's a huge example of something that like, yeah, a team of people would do this. And I just, I decided to do it on my own and yeah, it kind of worked, but it's not, again, it's not that like ideal of, of a YouTuber's success or a touring musician's version of success. So what is my goal? You know? And you all should be thinking about this no matter what stage you are from, uh, elementary school people who are just like, I don't like, I don't know what I want to do. You don't have to middle school, high school, kind of the same thing. Right. But now that people are telling you, you have to start looking at least in elementary school, they just let you be a person. Uh, so middle school and high school, you got to start figuring stuff out, but really that just means find some passions, see what you are good at, see what you love enough. Even if you're not good at it yet, uh, what you love enough to put in the work, uh, that's all it is. Just put in, you know, they say 10,000 hours and that's just disputed over the years, but that's, the ideal is the same. Just put in a ton of work. Uh, and if you love it, you'll keep working even when you want to go to bed. Uh, so middle school and high school, you start experimenting, finding your passions, uh, finding out your place in the world, how you can make it a better place. Worry less about making money, right? And then in college or whatever you do instead of college, uh, you need to do kind of exactly that is just find what you're going to be doing for now. doesn't have to be for the rest of your life, but for now and why. The why is the part we usually don't think about. It's like, well, because it pays money or something. No, like you may never be a millionaire. Most of us won't. So why are you doing it? It's your duty to make the world a better place. I hope you believe that. I certainly do. Um, if you're not well off, it's your duty to, you know, <laughs> get a roof over your head and buy food. Like, you get that. Find a community. Those are the three things you need in life. 
but you don't you don't need money you don't need a nice car you don't need a giant house you don't need any of that stuff to find love and to be happy uh, and to do the things that really actually make you happy most of the time some people are like they, they love sports cars well then yeah you're gonna need a bunch of money uh, but most people don't love sports cars. They just love the idea of a sports car, or they love money, or they love showing off, or they have a midlife crisis, or just a full life crisis where they're like, I did a whole bunch of stuff I really hate in order so I could have a bunch of money. And so uh, I'm going to show everybody else how like much that was worth by buying a big house and a fancy car. It basically shows like, I didn't waste my life. No, look, I have these nice things. Uh, but who are you really trying to convince? Is it everybody else or is it yourself, right? So think about that stuff right now. I know most of the people listening to this are, uh, you know, high school and early college age people. So this is what you need to be thinking about right now before it's too late. Uh, I'm pretty lucky. I'm 26 years old. I, I'm thinking about this now and I have been for a couple years. I I found a really nice version of myself in those couple years. Uh, but I was only finding that because I was lucky enough to, first of all, follow my dreams. <laughs> Second of all, it worked. Like, pretty much everything I've done. I've taken a bunch of auditions and haven't, they've never actually called me back. Or if I got a call back, I didn't actually get the gig. Uh, so, not everything I've done has been perfect. But... All of these endeavors with YouTube and live shows and all of these kind of things, they they have varying degrees of success. Like I, I did what I set out to do and it, it made money or it worked. So I'm lucky because I have those experiences and I know like, okay, that's working. What now? Uh, most people don't get to that point until it's too late, right? Like uh, you just follow this kind of zombie path of uh, high school and college and then a job and then you get a promotion and then you get another promotion and then you like maybe even find like a wife and kids and all that stuff and then you get whatever the like zombie version of a life is and you get to a certain point where you're like, okay, I'm probably not going to get the next promotion or you're at the top of the company, like best case scenario, right? And then you finally are 50 years old and you're going, what now? Gulp? Like, I don't know what I even like. <laughs> like, this was the goal. Uh, here's an awesome anecdote from a friend of mine uh, that I learned so much about. This is actually what kind of set me off on this path. Uh, she was, um, she wanted to be on Broadway as a Broadway singer, right? That was her goal from a, a young child. She was like, that's, that's what I want to do. Right. And so she went to, uh, she, you know, sang and choir all through school. And then she went to a, a school known for musical theater. She moved into New York city after, and she started, you know, taking auditions and doing acting classes and doing all this stuff, all the right things just so she could get the thing. And then she got a role on Broadway, uh, one of the leads in a really nice, uh, Broadway show. And, that was the goal and she got there and she was super excited did the rehearsals had the uh, the first performances and after a few weeks she realized she hated it and in between uh like intermission every single night she was crying in the dressing room like just freaking out because she hated it and her entire life that was what she wanted to do or at least so she thought you don't know what you want to do until you're actually doing it, right? So if you're spending your whole life for this goal, but you've never actually tasted that, <laughs> like what it actually is, what that work actually feels like, uh, when you get there, 
it might not actually make you happy. And you don't need that to be happy. And that's kind of what I'm trying to get at through all this. You don't need those goals to be happy. It's just our culture that we live in and that we subscribe to from, you know, what we call good parenting to what we call good education. Uh, they say you have to have these goals or else you won't be anything in this in this world, right? You've heard that a million times. Well, you got to have goals. Um, kind of. <laughs> like, I'm glad I tried to be the best musician I can be every time I pick up the horn. But that's an unattainable goal. And, you know, let's say I have a more attainable goal. Like, well, it's the attainable goals, I feel like, are, are detrimental. Because what do you get when you get that attainable goal? Is it happiness? Is it money? Like, what, what are you trying to do uh, that you can't do right now? So... In the past few years, I started soul searching and trying to figure out what was going on because I wasn't super happy, but I was doing everything I wanted to do. And that felt like a very selfish place to be, right? So uh, I started hiking and kayaking and turning down gigs so I could go hiking and kayaking. And all of a sudden, I found out I was really happy. Okay, and this whole year has been kind of a nightmare because I've been traveling a ton and playing a ton and that's really fun and I love it and so I want to keep doing it, but I wasn't able to go hiking and kayaking. So last year I had this awesome balance and this year it was too much and so I realized and started doing it more the, later in the summer, but uh, I need to turn down stuff that everybody else in the world is telling you you have to do and value my time more than that and do the stuff I actually want to do. Now, again, I'm lucky because what I love doing is hiking and kayaking and that doesn't cost anything. Uh, you know, I bought a kayak. Okay, that costs a little bit. But hiking, you know, just literally walking in the woods. <laughs> like it's the, it's the most beautiful thing in the world. It's so accessible and free and it makes me so happy so if you have things that are that accessible and cheap uh, that make you happy you're going to have a really great time in this world but you have to value your time we are so eager to sell ourselves uh and that's what i found like we're so eager to be like somebody approaches you and says hey like um we have this gig coming up, it pays 50 bucks, and we're so eager to be like, well, I'm not doing anything else that day, so sure. You know, it it seems like if Wednesday the option is play a $50 gig or don't do anything, right? It seems like, well, of course, that's $50 I wouldn't have. But what we really have to do is is do this kind of revaluing ourselves and our time and be like, my time's worth more than 50 bucks, you know? Even if I'm sitting at home, I can be doing what I wanted to do. I could go hiking. I could stay in. If it's bad weather, I could play a video game. Like, I could do whatever I want. I could do entertainment stuff. I can read a book. I can do whatever I want. And my time is worth more than 50 bucks. And so you have to, you know, reach over that hurdle. Now, if you're just starting out, there's reasons to do $50 gigs, of course. But uh, I'm not. And... I'm at the point where I have my rent and I have food and I have a little bit of a community uh, with my fellow musicians, right? Those are, again, those are the only three things you need. Everything else is extra. And so I'm, I'm at the point where I'm able to focus on my personal happiness more than becoming really wealthy and like an evil mastermind, right? Uh, I don't understand. Well, I do understand because I exist in this culture, but 
everybody's really obsessed with becoming rich and famous and uh, don't <laughs> just don't I'm I'm lucky because I can taste it here and there and I understand what it feels like um, and it's it's not that great like it's it's cool because it turns the the real world into like a small town uh, there's a great David Letterman quote that's very similar to that uh, you know if I walk into a trombone festival I can be pretty you know, just kind of friendly with everybody because most people know who I am in that setting and it's it's awesome. And so for a celebrity, true celebrity, it's the whole world is like that. And that's that seems like a really cool thing. But then the flip side is, you know, that the fame and the fortune, it doesn't doesn't make you happy. If anything, it makes you a little less happy because everybody expects you to be happy and you're not and you feel selfish, all that stuff. So, uh, you know, don't envy that. Don't have that be the goal. That's an attainable goal. I mean, it's an extravagant goal, but it's an attainable goal that even once you get it, you might not be happy. So anything that you're like, yeah, eventually I could actually make that happen, you know, whether or not it actually happens, but it's feasible. Like, I want to be the greatest musician I could ever be. That's not an attainable goal. That's, a, that's a, just a moving goalpost that will be there for the rest of my life. That's a great goal because you're always bettering yourself. I want to get better at learning new languages. And, you know, you could never just know everything there is to know about that kind of stuff. And that's that's the kind of goal that I think is important uh, and something that you'll actually have a lot of joy because you'll be bettering yourself and it, it never ends. You're learning. It's good. Uh, but like having a real goal, like I need to have a Ferrari, like that's, that's, uh, that's not, again, unless you love sports cars, unless you, there's something that you're passionate about there, like, oh, I love the build of this engine or something fine. Like that, that really brings you joy, but you know, otherwise you're not going to actually probably not going to actually get joy out of that. It's not going to bring you happiness. So you need to reevaluate your lives and decide what makes you happy. Focus more on that and less on the money aspect. Now, if you don't have community and you don't have a roof over your head, you know, if you can't pay rent and you can't buy yourself food, you kind of have to do whatever is necessary to do that. And I understand that. Uh, I was there not that long ago. Uh, you have to take every gig, you have to do everything you can. Um, and the community aspect is just as important as the shelter and the food. So don't, uh, shy away from that. Uh, you need to have friends or family or some, but some group around you that, uh, loves you and that you love that can actually support you and you can support them. That's, it's super important. People don't give that enough credit. You need to do whatever you can do to get that as well. But once you have, you know, uh, some sort of stability with those three things focus on yourselves and you can start doing that right now by figuring out what you're passionate about and start kind of veering in that direction uh, I promise most people won't you know how many times have you watched a TED talk and thought oh like I'm gonna like change my whole life and then you don't like don't worry you you can follow your dreams <laughs> because most people are too lazy to uh, it's a lot of work uh, but you know don't focus on money. It's just such a nasty thing that's not going to make you happy. Um, you know, like I, I'm at the point in my life where I'm pretty positive, uh, at least for the foreseeable future, I will not be making as much money as I was in the past few years, um, but I will be happier. And isn't that fine? You know, like that's that's the true epiphany I had uh, over the past couple years it's like oh 
if I focus all this time that I was focusing on work on myself, then yeah, I'm not going to make as much money. And the rest of the world is going to see that as a failure. Uh, but I'm going to be sitting in the top of a mountain, like literally sitting on the top of a mountain watching like birds. And that's all I ever wanted. It's like, uh, it's great. So don't worry. I'm going to still keep making videos every week and doing all that as long as I can. Uh, but, and, and creating cool stuff that I feel is important. Like that, that work gives me happiness as well and a purpose. Uh, so it's, it's not for nothing, uh, but you know, killing myself to get out there and play in front of people and make money and doing all of the highest paying gigs and all that stuff. Uh, it's, you know, it's not as important. We, we tend to look at our lives as like, okay, at the beginning you struggle, you work. So at the end you can take time off and hang out, but like a percentage of us won't make it to the end. And then we've just worked for nothing. We spend a quarter of our lives in school. So we kind of do enough of that as it is. That's that's my new opinion on it all. Uh, I'm 26. I'm young and dumb. I will change my mind a million times. But for now, uh, I've unlocked my own personal code to happiness. If you have a significant other, uh, that takes precedent. That's a That's a real thing that happens very often. So... Uh, it would be a very different story. I'm positive if I was taking care of somebody else or we were working through this together. Uh, and especially if uh, I had a child or two in the, in the mix, like then the money is, is a stability thing. It's like, okay, well, we got to take care of this human being. Um, I get that. So there are some caveats to it, but if you're single, uh, or, you know, just in a light relationship and you're trying to figure out the rest of your life, uh, focus on what you're passionate about. If you don't know what you're passionate about, uh, you're going to want to start figuring it out because eventually you're going to get there, right? That's the goal is, is to get to a place where you're not working as much or not uh, as goal-oriented because you've achieved something. So start now. That's all. Start now. Uh, stop worrying about buying all sorts of stuff. Stop worrying about how other people see you. Actually, I just did a live stream and uh in my house, I live in a tiny house, 500 square feet. And somebody asked me something about it. And I said, Oh, I live in a tiny house. And a bunch of people were like, Oh, you need more space. Like, why do you live there? I don't need more space. You know, that's my, that's what I've figured out about myself. I love living in a tiny house. Everything is right where I need it. I don't need much stuff. That's, that's where my personal comfort level is. Uh, but if you worry about how other people see you, uh, or perceive you know, your, what, what, what would make them happy, right? Uh, then it starts to sneak in, especially with like, uh, with, uh, sexuality and, and that kind of stuff. Like, um, what certain people find attractive, other people don't like that whole thing. Don't worry about, don't worry about what other people like, just do what makes you happy. Um, body image stuff. It's, it get it runs deep. Alcoholism, that runs crazy deep. How many people are, I mean, how many people are drinking, because they want to go out with their friends and not because they actually want to drink. There's so much here. So I've cracked the code at least for a twenty a single twenty six year old who has his career on lock for a while anyway. Um but you know, follow that code. A lot of people ask me like, well how'd you get to where you got? Follow that path. Don't follow the path of like being a 
trombone YouTuber. I mean, unless you really love it, in which case, see you there. I mean, I'd love more people doing it, but I would imagine your passions are different than that. So find out that and follow the path, follow my footsteps of doing what you actually love rather than what's going to make you more money. If you can follow that path, uh, you'll find true happiness and oneness with the world. How about that? How about that for a podcast episode? Boo! Y'all think I can't talk for 30 minutes straight about happiness? I would do that. I would do another 30 minutes if I thought you would listen to it. So there. This is This is the true philosopher in me. This is what happens when you when you don't do a podcast for a while. It's just all it's all bounces around in your head and you got to get it out. Huh. Can you guys do me like a, a real favor and, and tweet at me if you got to the end of this episode and what you thought? Because, and, and like maybe even bookmark it and like save it and come listen to it again if you're like doubting yourself later in life. Because this is like, this is gold that I wish I could tell myself a little while ago. It would have saved me a couple years. But uh, yeah, like money's not going to make you happy. Stuff isn't going to make you happy. Technology makes me happy. Things that make my life easier makes me happy. I'll spend money on that. I'll spend my resources on that. I get it. But, you know, material items and and materialism and just like the the ideals of capitalism. I'm not like an anti-capitalist, not in the slightest bit, but, uh, you know, actually maybe a slightest bit. Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll go anti a little bit. But, uh, you know, the ideals of you have to be the top of a company and go up the ladder like that's just all bull crap because uh it's it may make you happy sure but that's a huge gamble to spend most of your life you only have one life this is the only time you're gonna get to do this do it the way you want to don't work for somebody i don't know that's that's like my big one i'm like oh man i couldn't work for somebody um Although even even that's kind of a lie because I worked for a couple different companies and I I loved it as long as I could do it the way I wanted to, um, all sorts of stuff. You know, I, I was always trying to make things more efficient and and had that kind of mind to me. But you got to have something you're passionate about. If you don't have something you're passionate about, and I know I've I've talked to many people over the years who said like, no, I don't really have anything. Uh, go find one. Like just start experimenting. Start finding stuff that you you are into that like, oh, I want to make the world a better place and here's how I want to do it. Think about it that way. Don't think about it the way that, you know, most people <laughs> do, which is like uh, selfishly. Don't think about the world selfishly. This is a big global community and we could do whatever we want. So start thinking about it. Like, what, what, what do I want to do to change the world? Um, and, you know, we'll all follow you there. That's the kind of stuff that I, I really dig. And the more people I see doing cool stuff, it's like, yeah. Yeah, there's plenty there's plenty for us to all do it. So, once again, because most of you won't. But please tell me if you did. At Classical Bone on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up. Oh, right. I got to do the outro. Okay. So, thank you for watching. Er, watching. Man, I got my, my YouTube outro so stuck in my head. I just talked to Jerome, by the way. So our uh, OG listeners, uh, Jerome will be joining me for an episode, maybe even next week, uh, very soon, whatever it is. Um, that's the plan anyway. We'll see. Uh, and we're going to catch up with him. I, I had a little conversation with him, but uh, not very much. 
uh, I don't I don't know anything about him anymore. So we're gonna find out and catch up with each other. See what he's eaten. We used to only talk about food. I wonder what he's eating. I wonder if he, he stuck to his diet. I bet he did. He used to go to the gym every day. All sorts of cool stuff uh, that I remember from undergrad. But it's been a while. It's been quite a while. It's been almost uh, almost a decade since we met. Wow. All right. All right. Let's see if I remember. <laughs> did it for the first time in a long time last week. So. next week.